Welcome to the Tech Up Checkup podcast with the Girl Tech Innovators. I'm Lori Boyer. And I'm Julia Hilburn. We hope that you are falling into November with new EdTech strategies. As always, we'd like to start off by spotlighting our Tech Up Checkup Innovator of the Month. Yes, this month, Lori, is extra special to me. I have been working with this teacher for the past few months, and she is striving to earn her Dell Educator Certification. Very cool. This teacher, her name is Wendy Muneo, and she is the media specialist from Mariposa Elementary. She has blown me away with her newfound ed tech technology uh, techniques. Wendy has stepped way out of her comfort zone to learn different strategies to help engage her students using technology. This past week, she welcomed myself and our Dell representative into her media center to observe a lesson. She created digital choice boards using Padlet and encouraged student choice with Sway, PowerPoint, and Flipgrid for how they will complete their final project. But then it gets better. She's going to share out that final project during the live morning announcements with the whole school. So Wendy, keep rocking this ed tech. We are excited to see how it all turns out. Wendy, Wendy, you've been tech checked. That is absolutely awesome. And I love that she's sharing it with the whole school on the morning announcements. Yes. Just a unique way to bring and it to so everyone. And so out of her comfort zone. Very cool. So Julia, when you were just sharing about Wendy, you mentioned the Dell Educator Certification. So can you tell us a little more about that? Like what are the details? Definitely. Here in St. Lucie, we offer a program each year focusing on teachers earning that Dell certification. Um, We partner with Dell and ALP Advanced Technologies to coach teachers on how to enhance their lessons by adding the technology. Very cool. But the important part is, is that they don't need to just add tech into their lessons to become a Dell educator. They have to make it purposeful And the students have to understand the purpose of the technology. So you can't just add in Nearpod and call it, you know. Call it awesome. Yeah, (laughs) right. Like there has to be purpose. They tie it to real world engagements and what they would use it for in the future. It's really, really neat to watch. Great. I love that um, teacher and student connection there. That's just so important. Yeah, it truly is. So how, uh, you know, did they use some sort of a matrix or something? How do they gauge how they're doing with this and, you know, where they want to set their goals for? That's a great question. We do use the Tim matrix in our district. So mm-hmm. um, we use it as a guide to meet teachers where they are currently. So we say like you have to be open and vulnerable with us. We're going to come in on a non-evaluative, you know, observation right. and we will meet you where you are. And then we provide the coaching support of how they can grow and move forward down that matrix. You know, and I like that you brought that up. It, it's definitely not an evaluative no. thing. It's really it's an opportunity for them to show what it is they're doing and then your feedback and the Dell representatives feedback helps them grow in their you know technology integration in their classroom absolutely it's just really to you know enhance their goals as an individual professional it's not a whole group of people that are working towards one thing it's really just wherever they are we meet them there that is great taking those personal goals and just you know creating a pathway for success for them absolutely That's awesome. So we just held the second DIY conference for our teachers here in St. Lucie, and it was another success for us. Lori, tell us all about it. So first and foremost, there were over, there were hundreds of teachers in attendance. It was totally voluntary, which, you know, we're always grateful when we have a great turnout. Um, 
And it was great because they could do it virtually from their home. In their jammies. In their jammies. And the weather was a little different. It, it was cold here in <laughs> yes. Florida. I, I know I was born and raised here, but I was a little chilly that morning. There was also a 5K going on outside of our district office. And yes. everyone was all bundled up and it was rainy. So we just gave you more kudos for attending. Because <laughs> exactly. if it were me, I'd want to stay in my PJs in my bed. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, you know, we were really, really proud of our keynote speaker, Dr. Stephanie Stevens from Microsoft. She did a great job kicking it off and reminding us to keep the joy in teaching. It's all about bringing that back and having everyone feel that joy on a daily basis. Absolutely. So I, I like that. That put that to the forefront of our thinking. We also want to give a huge shout out to the rest of our presenters um, and our moderators. The presenters, they did a phenomenal job. Um, when we got the feedback back, we heard things like amazing work, top notch, kudos to all the presenters. I wish I could have attended every session. Fun and informative. I mean, that, that makes my heart happy. What about yours? I know. And there was one more that I just have to add because it <laughs> It's my favorite out of them all. Yes. So I quote, the speakers were phenomenal for Saturday morning makeup on so cute. <laughs> this made me giggle and I really appreciate you noticing our effort of doing our makeup on that cold Saturday morning. Lipstick goes a long way, you know? <laughs> yes. So um, so let's expand on our current EdTech apps. So let's, let's talk a little EdTech right here. And, you know, many educators are very familiar and students with PowerPoint. We've been using it since it came out, right? right. So it, it's definitely one of our comfort tools. And they've made great enhancements through the years with design ideas and things like that to crank up our presentations. However, let's delve a little further because um, we can enhance it with essentially advanced PowerPoint presentations, right? So if we add PowerPoint Live in there, let's talk a little bit about that. PowerPoint Live is my favorite 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 feature to use when I'm doing a team's meeting yeah it is it, it doesn't matter if you're in a big conference or if you're sharing with one other person when you use PowerPoint live you can see your entire screen so mm -hmm. I can still see the chat I can still see my participants I can see the notes section of my PowerPoint which is a huge help oh, you know what definitely. I mean? <laughs> but it also gives you these new enhanced features where you can use a cursor on your screen so if you think about presenting PowerPoint in front of a group of people you can use a spotlight clicker Absolutely. or, you know, a laser pointer, whatever you wish to kind of highlight what you're showing on the screen. Mm -hmm. It's been difficult to do that in right. a virtual meeting, but with PowerPoint Live, you can do that. So when you're talking about what's on the screen, you can actually be pointing to it or pointing to data. It's just, it's great. And then one step further, you can click on live links. So yes, you can that's hyperlink huge. That is huge. Absolutely. So let me just repeat that for a second. If you have links hyperlinked, you know, sites hyperlinked in your document, boom, people that are the attendees in that meeting can click on it and go directly to what you have hyperlinked. Right. So you don't have to drop links in the chat. You're not saving things to collections to then open up and, and share out yes. instantly. It's just, hey, click right on my screen. And so many people, I think that's the wow moment, like that yes. aha. They're like, wait. Did you just say I could click on your PowerPoint screen? I'm like, yes. Like, right. you can actually click the click here button and it will open the link. Because they're so used to, you know, kind of just receiving that and then thinking, oh, I'll access that PowerPoint later. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So it really, it helps um, the audience of that meeting or presentation engage with it, you know, as well. So th that's pretty awesome. So if you're not using PowerPoint Live, you should. And um, what about utilizing it in person? What would be the advantages to utilizing it in person? So I love, I just love PowerPoint and it's come so far, you know, talking about 
PowerPoint Live and then talking about presenter coach and all these amazing things that they've built into it. Mm -hmm. But I think in person, the neat part about it is being able to do those live translations and having it where, you know, if I have multiple languages in my room, they can all, you know, understand my full PowerPoint and I didn't have to do anything extra other than share it in live. So for those at a school site, it's a fantastic tool to use. When you do have families coming in, you're able to, you know, really be inclusive and include it in their language and ensure that they're getting the full information that's being presented that day. So thinking about those parent nights and, um, you know, and any sort of open house night, that's a great opportunity to use it live in person as well. Sure. Awesome. While we are talking about um, enhanced features in some of these programs, I mentioned Teams. Mm -hmm. And just quickly, last episode, we shared about reading progress inside of Teams. Yes. So if you have had a chance to kind of play around with it, we shared with you that um, all about the reading progress and the fluency and the tracker and how it's really great for teachers. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you are an instructional coach, you may be questioning, is there a way that you can set up reading um, progress assignments for your teachers so they don't have to do it? And I know this has come across a couple of times on our plate. Absolutely. This is a great question. So a couple of things to kind of share out regarding reading progress is if I'm the teacher and I'm the owner of a class, I can create that assignment, not just even for one class. I could do it for multiple classes. So that's a you know, really easy for you as you're trying to get those assignments out there and ensure that kids are utilizing reading progress. But in addition, if you have a great instructional coach on your campus that could help out, if they are um, an owner in the class team mm-hmm. itself, then they can go in there and they can assign as well. So if you have, you know, people on the campus that can help support that classroom instruction and what's going on, um, they can go in there and they can assign the reading progress assignments to the students in those team classes. It's really beneficial to if you do have someone that can help you out with that because you know you do have to upload the the PDF or, or yes. your document. So being able to have an instructional coach that is already having these things set up and just sending them to you, yep. they if you make that person an owner of your team, they could just do it and then assign it to all of those classes. So exactly. you don't have to keep making the reading progress assignments per class period. So, right. so it's a great way to streamline it. it you know is. what I mean? And, and, just and use all hands on campus. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. Well, we are getting close. We we are. We're getting we're starting the final countdown here, but we absolutely cannot let today go without talking about our Flipgrid Challenge winner. Woo! So with that being said, last podcast, we put a challenge out there for you to share with us your your favorite EdTech tool, whether that's you know your laptop to your phone to a specific application. Well, I don't know about you, Julia, but I thoroughly enjoyed reading, (laughs) listening to every single one of those Flipgrids that were shared our way. Me too. Some of them were so fun and it was just neat to see like what's important to everyone. Absolutely. I personally shared that I can't live without my extra portable monitor. Yep. Of course, at my desk, I have like a docking station and I have multiple monitors set up. But if I need to go and work in a conference room or I need to, to travel to a school site, I can bring that that monitor with me. And someone else said that that was their favorite tech tool. And I'm yes. like, we are tech twins. Like, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I had shared out about the Logitech um 
spotlight spotlight clicker. clicker and that was that's just, just such a great one you know especially when you're in person and you know highlighting zooming bringing things to life so I also enjoyed seeing everyone's personalities come out in the Flipgrid challenge yeah you know someone had a baby Elmo <laughs> <laughs> that was the fan favorite <laughs> So what we did, um, well, we want to encourage you, obviously, to continue to use things like Flipgrid in your classroom, uh, whether it's with students or with staff, because it's a great way to have, you know, voice and choice in a classroom. So definitely encourage continued use of that. But what we did was we put everyone's name in the wheel of names. So I am going to make sure it's nice and loud, and we're going to spin that wheel and see who the big winner is Woo! of our Starbucks gift card. So can I get a drum roll there, Julia? I got you. Woohoo! All right, here we go. Oh. It's spinning. I can't wait. <gasps> Keith Davis! Keith Davis, congratulations. You are... You are... Our oh, hour. There you go. Flip Starbucks. Challenge winner, and you will be receiving a Starbucks gift card. So thank you so much for everyone who participated. And you know what? I want to give him an extra special shout out because he's a principal of one of our schools Absolutely. here in the district. And it's just great to see leaders taking the lead with ed tech and encouraging it on their campuses. So and taking the time to do our challenge. Yep. So we appreciate, we appreciate you. you. Hey. <laughs> okay. All right. That is all the time we have for this month. We hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving break and you enjoy your time off. Take some time to just unplug and recharge. Yep. And we look forward to kicking off the holidays when we come back from Thanksgiving break and into December. So yep. we'll be wrapping up our year. Eat lots of pie. <laughs> lots of pie. <laughs> all right. Tune in next month. We have lots of holiday cheer to share. Bye, have guys. A great one. <laughs>